Sip tea, the darker girl is sweeter. Feels cool, but it's hotter than a fever. Kick back with two of your favorite divas. Let's talk, let's talk. Come on. Stir it, give it something you can feel, yeah. No faking, we gotta keep it real, yeah. Pour it and pull up, see, yeah, yeah. And don't you know it's high time for high tea? Good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to another episode of The Black, the Black Tea. Tea. Lucy, What's up? how you doing, girl? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing, Miss Bambi Banks Kool-Aid? You know, I'm good in Chicago, um, just hanging out. <laughs> where where are you am, at? Uh, well, I am not in Chicago. I'm in a, a little suburb of Pasadena called Altadena, um, having a um, solo retreat. Uh, in the mountains of Los Angeles, I live getting a little, uh, getting a little me moment. I uh, needed to get out of the house and stretch my legs, like I'm sure so many other people have. And um, I know I probably already told y'all this, but I got a new car, so yes. I uh, packed a fucking cooler and jumped in my car and traveled my ass thirty uh, thirty fucking hours across the country to LA to get a little peace in the mountains. And baby, when I tell you that you jumped out at the time because it literally a cold front just came through as soon as you left <laughs> i said Lucy, this i found like the dream fucking airbnb that has a cute little guest house and a pool like very fucking affordable and since i had a car it was no problem like being outside of the city so fuck yes i went for this and it's been amazing i literally have just been like floating and doing laps every morning and like smoking weed I love it. I love it. I love that energy. Speaking of smoking weed, how high are you today? Bitch, I am fucking California high. Like, Californians, like, the way they smoke weed, I'm, like, operating on, like, a whole nother fucking vibration right now. These bitches smoke, like, dank-ass fucking weed. Like, it is nothing. And I'm just out here, like, blazed. Just zombied out, zonked. Just zombie, just literally floating in a pool for two hours like, what? <laughs> I don't know what's happening? What? My best friend, he just falls asleep. Like, he just gets so high, he just literally falls over. Like, it's just, it's it's so crazy. I have definitely been there. I have definitely been there. Let's get this uh, episode started, because, you know, we have some really fun guests who, you know, know a little bit about the heat, who know a little bit about yes. summertime. Um, yes. All the way from Texas, you know, I got a couple of my girls to uh, come and talk to us about what's going on down there. Uh, Hell this, yeah. this first person is a good friend of mine. We met like, what was that, a year or two ago? Uh, actually, at Meeting House, which I live like close to now, which is really funny. Um, and we've been friends ever since. She brought me out to Dallas. Um, please give it up for Miss Kylie O'Hara Fatal. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> what's up? Hi, What's the 411? Well, I'm not. <laughs> well, I'm not as uh, on a good as level as y'all because um, I don't smoke the devil's lettuce. Um, I'm also at work. <laughs> <laughs> yes, honey, she's Christian. I'm just joking. No, um, no, I'm I'm all good. You know, sweating my ass off um, over here. You know, at work. Um, you know, with the the muggle job because you know drag is at a halt down here in in dallas so which you know for a lot of us that that bread and butter um yeah yeah, but yeah so i mean i'm just kind of like you know powering through trying to do what i can digitally try to stay mentally in check trying to do my thing and live i guess 
How do you well, feel? Thank you so much for like making time for us today too. I oh, like, really appreciate that. I'm glad that we could have this conversation because as we know, like Chicago is a great like drag epicenter with a whole lot of like drag history. But a part of what makes it so eclectic and awesome is that we have so many people that come from all fucking over, including Bambi, like, you know, bringing that good, like, Texas heat in with her. So I'm glad we could talk to, like, uh, you know, three of the hottest all at one time together in this conversation today, Miss Thing. On period. Um, and I just wanted to know, like, how has the digital drag been going for uh, Texas? Um, so, I mean... Uh, well, for, at first, at first, a lot of us weren't really doing it, and then you're from Dallas, right? Yeah, I'm from Dallas. Yeah, I just make sure that people know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, from Dallas, Texas. Um, at first, um, no, a lot of us really weren't. Once we all shut down in in March, it was they shut down everything, all of our bars, all of our restaurants, everything got shut down because you know Texas, we're the ones fucking it up for the whole nation. Um, <laughs> like, sorry, well, I got sorry. Some help. Sorry, sorry. I love my state. I love where I live. But like, if you look at the numbers, I mean, as a, I'm a teacher, numbers don't lie and science don't lie. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so I mean, it, it really, really, really rocked us. And starting digital drag, I think that took a, that took a, a, a slower point for us to kind of get to. Once we kind of saw everyone doing it, and I was like, okay, now wait a minute, let us jump on, let us figure out how to use a computer, let us get that good internet or something, so we can go ahead and uh, and get on this. Um, so I've started doing a couple of digital shows uh, here and there. I've been doing some digital shows across the country. Um, started my own, and I even started joined a digital competition hosted by Trinity the Tuck um, that I just got oh, yeah. sent home yeah. from wrongfully. Oh, not you, robbed. <laughs> how, did, how did you like doing that though? Did that? I mean, what was it like doing? Because you know, we know the thrill of doing competitions in yes. like live shows. But what was like? What was that like? So the application process was a lot. So it was a couple hundred people from like all over, not just the country, the world applied. And then she dwindled it down to a top 30, which then the audience had to vote for who was actually going to make it to the top 10 and do the show. So it was basically it was a popularity contest. So I'm over here looking at my little, you know, my little, th at the time, like 2,900 followers. It's like, hey, <laughs> hi. Um, and going against people who, yeah, like one, like, uh, uh, Margaret Ia, who was, was in the season, who I've worked with a lot in Chicago, uh, she, you know, 82,000. So I was like, well, bitch, I ain't making this. This is a popularity contest. But then I made it on by the grace of something. And um, it was it was exciting. It was literally kind of like, I, the best way I can describe it is I have not had the pleasure of being on that TV TV show. So the best way I can describe it, I bet I haven't had the pleasure of being on that lovely VH1 show, but I assume it was, it's very... She she Trinity repaired it basically kind of like drag race challenge runways, no time to do it, no sleep. Um, it was literally like a boot camp, and it was like mentally and physically exhausting. But I wouldn't change a moment of it. I lasted five weeks, and I had a fantastic time. Period. Well, congratulations on them five weeks. I bet you ate the girls up. You you are a pageant girl, so am. I'm sure that you you know a pageant crackhead. That's the best. Okay. <laughs> literally i'm that pageant girl that like you don't want you don't want to be like you're like oh why is she here she don't fit in and then she'll eat the girls up <laughs> that's all we need a rachel berry type <laughs> not rachel berry santana lopez santana lopez Rest wow. in peace. Piece. Yeah, you jumped it. into the uh, Miss Digital Jag came like really, really quick. Like the videos that you um, have been turning out are like getting increasingly like better. I am in love with that Beyonce video you did. Thank you. My favorite is still the uh, the Avatar. Oh, kind of oh yes, that was a good one too. I was shook. I was wow. Kylie <laughs> over here really been in the elements. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i love you <laughs> oh my god also so uh, if people don't know kylie is the uh drag daughter of asia o'hara um have you been watching this uh vegas show i um just caught up i've been listening to her um Put her. I'll, I'll just say, put her two cents about it, and I'm kind of like, what is she talking about? 
Like, so I finally, you know, stole a TV provider and watched it on the VH1 app. And uh-huh. bitch, this show, <laughs> this show is too much. First of I all, so I love busy. it too. I'm living, I'm living for every single second of it. And like, I feel like she, she I, I, knowing her so well, I know she probably thinks that they're going to, like, it's, she might look bad, but honestly, no, baby. Poor Miss Derek Barry. <laughs> Poor thing. Oh, no. Poor thing. So, I don't know. If you guys haven't watched it, uh, please tune in. I don't think we're going to, like, spoil anything about it. I just think that it's very interesting, uh, you know, finally having a show out there that isn't, like, a drag competition, but just drag queens existing. It's very interesting. It's even very um, Real Housewives with no peaches, you know what I'm saying? Um, oh, I never thought about it like that. You know, it is becoming very real housewives tease. Right, right. Because there's like scenes where they kind of like set up situations, you know what I'm saying? I just kind of like, I don't know. I'm living for it. I'm living for seeing like just actual regular people <laughs> living their lives, you know what I'm saying? And like, yeah, like, and they're not like always in drag all the time, too, which yeah. is always the best. Yeah. So it's very interesting, and it's very interesting to see how they are, like, trying to uh, portray some of these people. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if that's, if that's how the person really is in real life. You know what I'm saying? Well, I will, I will uh, you know, not to um, defend the kingdom and my inheritance, um, but, you know, we O'Harris keep it 100 all the time. We true blue. That's how we do. Period. <laughs> Hell fucking yes. <laughs> I'm like pretending that I am or thinking about it. <laughs> but I don't really want to I don't really want to do it, so I'm talking myself out of it. I look. By the end of this, she's going to be in a full face watch. Like, right. Kylie, how do you feel about this? Like, seriously, though. Like, is anybody else, like, kind of getting exhausted? Um, yeah. Exhausted so, of, like, the, of what? Drag. <laughs> yeah, drag? drag right now. Yeah, like, but, I, I mean, feel... I said it as a blanket statement also because, I mean, life is just generally exhausting true, right now. True. I mean, it's September, which is wild. I feel like September is always the time where it's just like, wow, we got to go back to work, and I got to continue like this. <laughs> I was doing this. Yeah. Summer. You know what I mean? Um, but I generally am just exhausted drag like i just did like 12 13 series that i'm about to release oh i can't wait for that Ooh. one not like i know like, if i never had to do it, i'd be okay <laughs> when i when i was when i was furloughed um from the school district i uh or from the school systems um i had a lot of time to like be creative and do series and get mug for no reason and get rid of my eyebrows and just live life without brows um but like and then i was like always so motivated and want to do stuff and then then i got real tired but now i'm like so jealous of watching just everyone do shows in real life and i'm over here just like we've seen like definitely an uptick in that more like there are the girls are getting back out there and and around the country like girls are just like had fun last night at such and such spot. I'm like, oh, and yeah. it's like must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> in, in, I'm like in Texas. Damn. So I, I I don't know how it is for the rest of the world, but in Texas, like apparently the bars are opening if they if they, like a certain amount of their percentages are food sales or something. And I'm starting to yes. see these bars. I'm like, yo, I never sold food in your entire life. I think I tweeted the other day. It was like a tweet of like the variety pack of chips. And it's like, oh bro <laughs> we sell food now. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. Area. But I actually, so I literally, because I'm feeling so FOMO, like I want, I, I want to get out there so bad. I literally just had a, I'm living my preteen fantasy next month. And I just had a meeting with like one of our big malls in Dallas and me and my drag daughters are going to be doing this, like four families, like Halloween drag spectacular, like coordinating with like their haunted house in the mall. So like, that'll be my, this'll be, that my, is hot. I'm excited. This will be my first time getting back in physical drag for physical people and I, that's because I just I had to do something and then this idea came to me in a moment of like crackheadness I'm like oh my god performing them all and then it it happened 
not cracking. <laughs> 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 Oh my god! Um, I do like that's that's crazy. I mean, I guess a mall would be a great sitting because it's like so fucking massive, and you could do some big shows without having people get close to you. Oh yeah, we're performing in a uh, Charlotte Russe that's not there no more. Wait. But not not an empty Charlotte Russe. Are y'all like, wait, are y'all like they're like, they're like setting up the stage and everything, but it dead ass is like an old Charlotte Russe. Like they even have like you know like some Charlotte Russe have like the, the light board or the light wall where the shoes used to be. Yeah, That's yeah. Still there. That is drag. <laughs> and we're using the dress. We're using the fitting room as the dressing room. Period. <laughs> God, I live. I live. That's gonna be cute as hell. So, you know, I'm, like, wondering, like, is that going to be the future of, like, how we're going to be able to do drag for a while? Like, I don't really see any, like, short-term, like, quick solution to this. And I don't see us coming back into the club really anytime soon. Probably not even to later in 2021, to be, like, honest. So, I'm, like, I'm wondering, yeah, is there going to be a lot of us, like, learning how to i mean a lot of us already have been doing it but just like everyone trying to get on board to transform these other spaces into like new performance spaces girl if i have to perform in a car wash to get that coin i'll let's go (laughs) you said i'm pulling up to the driveway what's up in in the tank top in the jeans the booty shirt like what's up i'm ready show let's do it let's pop it i i actually just got a text message like earlier this morning um asking if i wanted to be booked in Houston and I'm over here like do I want to go to a club yes but I mean just it's a gig I've worked a gig I worked before um in the past you know pre-covid but ooh traveling <laughs> traveling and speaking of traveling let's take a trip on down to Houston to meet the greatest and the face of Houston, the bearded beauty herself, Miss Blackberry. Yes, Blackberry. Hello, hello, hello. How are y'all doing this morning? Uh, we're, we're fantastic. We're so glad to have our like Southern bearded beauty here on with us. Y'all, y'all can't talk about Houston Dragon. I talk about Blackberry. She's it. All right. Hello. This hello. is the girl. Here she is. is the face. <laughs> Blackberry, how have you been? What's been going on? Give us the tea. Give us the four one one. The black tea, please. <laughs> I've been pretty good. Um, yeah, I, I can't complain. Everything's been going all right so far. Um, I've been trying to stay safe, stay healthy, um, mentally, physically, and trying to still pay my bills, Hanny. I'm trying to do what I can and do. And you're a full-time queen, right? Yes, I've been a full-time queen for the past um, three years. So what is that like in Houston, being a full-time queen? Like right now, COVID-wise, you know? Well, um, I will say that I'm pretty, I've, I've been pretty blessed through this entire COVID experience. Um, ever since the first shutdown, I have been, um, I've been contacted by a lot of people across the country mm-hmm. pretty early on to do a lot of digital work so that has been keeping me busy um paying a lot of my bills and um i've actually been doing a lot of corporate stuff for like um different corporations doing their like pride events during june and july and stuff like that that's been like really helping me out so the digital drag has really been like holding me down i've actually She's been she's been paying the bills. Period. The Period. That's amazing to hear. Um, and yeah, it's 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 a blessing. I know it's not everyone's normal, mm-hmm. but I'm glad that for being a full time queen, I haven't worked a normal job in like three or four years, and I can't whoop somebody's ass at uh, a Target or something. <laughs> I don't have the patience for that. I wouldn't know what to do. I truly think that like <laughs> the the whole like COVID pandemic situation really went like left or right for people it either was like the worst thing to ever happen to people or it was like a blessing in disguise somehow like i've heard of so many like miracle stories because of uh like like not like miracle stories but just like stories of like people like really just like flourishing during this time uh and their business like growing uh more than like they ever thought it would be 
pre-COVID just because like people have to do some of the digital stuff and like so many like corporate gigs come in and like so many like random opportunities that like you don't know you would get if you were like just doing normal drag. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, it's been such a blessing and it's actually been one of the things that's definitely highlighted um which relationships I'm going to continue like past COVID and like, you know, who I'll be still working with, you know, after this whole COVID thing. Because there were a lot of people that have been working with us that we ain't heard nothing from. That would be depending on us every June and <laughs> looking for us to come in and do some work and maybe giving us some coin for it. But when like the community is actually in need, where the fuck are they? So yeah, yeah. It's definitely it's definitely been something that has been highlighted in my mind now in this situation. Yeah, it's 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 honestly like it was something that I didn't know that I needed, especially um right before COVID, I was doing a lot of traveling. I was working like three three gigs a day, five days Ooh. a week, burning myself out. And then this like immediate halt gave me a time to like recharge and kind of like revamp things and kind of get my, my groove back. Mm-hmm. Like like Stella said back in the day. Um, <laughs> it's it's really been a blessing. So I'm I'm really I'm really happy at all the opportunities I've gotten this past couple of months. Child, I just did a thing for Chevron the other day. I'm still back. Yeah. Like, yeah. Things are just falling out of nowhere and I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm gonna keep doing it. So Oh yeah, and you've been figuring it out. You've been looking great, man. That's sickening. Um quick question though. Uh didn't y'all like open up for a brief period? Like how was that? I feel like oh. you're getting back into the back down. Yeah. Um so some of the we shut down in Houston for a while and then um some of the bars started to open back up at um, at like half capacity, 25%, 50%. And it was all on the base of like, hey, you can come in the bar, but you have to have a face mask. You have to sit in a, in a signed seat or like a designated area. You can't go to the bars. You have to have like someone come and serve you, mm-hmm. kind of like at a restaurant, but only with alcohol. And the, the bars were doing fine with it. It was a little difficult trying to perform Mm -hmm. and me being a host i can't really yeah but also i can't it's not like i can just say no to not going to work there's only about two or three good hosts in houston so (laughs) two or three good ones (laughs) oh my god there's no it's no shade if you look at the shows in houston there's only about three three or four girls that host all the shows so if Three of them are over the age of fifty and don't work. You gotta send the you gotta send the young buck out to at least keep everything going. So it it's difficult. It was hard. Um, I'm glad everything shut back down. Um, it was kind of like one of those situations where you're like forced to go back to work, yeah. or or else kind mm-hmm. of thing, um, which it, it kind of sucks. But you have to do what you have to do in this day and age. But I'm glad everything shut back down. I'm glad people finally took it serious. And now things are slowly opening back up again, which I don't think is the best decision, but at least people know like the severity of everything that was going on. Mm-hmm. Instead of going buck wild and twerking at the club and there was one bar here that was like a hundred percent, hundred seventy five percent capacity. Oh my God. And then everybody got oh sick. So I'm like, well, y'all why are y'all twerking in a bar on a Tuesday night? Like, it makes no not sense. the club going up on a Tuesday. <laughs> on a Tuesday, <laughs> not on a Tuesday. They were wild for a while. See, it be stressing me. Uh, I get anxiety just leaving my house now. I can't really be out here. And th- look, and that's me saying this. Like, I literally leave my house like in drag, or I have been leaving my house in drag for the past two weeks. Like, just in full drag. Like not normal drag either like scary demon drag like just like should not be seen in the daytime type of drag you know what i'm saying like, the freaks come out at night type drag I and, love it. <laughs> and people like literally oh my gosh this woman came up to me at one point first of all she was way too close for my liking and she was walking this dog she was some old white lady and she just came up to me on the day of chad bozeman chad Bo- 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 death and was like what kind of forever and i went oh! 
I could not do anything. I just like turned around and walked away. (laughs) I literally did not. I was like, wow. I'm going to pretend like she just don't know because she ain't got Twitter. That's what it is. (laughs) I am dead i am dead and gone that's some antibodies getting her girl but the the best part about it was is that like i was not dressed in any kind of wakanda (laughs) like anything like it made no sense like i didn't even look black i mean well i looked black but (laughs) you know what i mean like I have no words. I have no words. I didn't either. I thought she did something for that day, too. I know she was like, yes, I talked to a black person. She said, that's enough. That's enough for today. I did it today. I did it today. So, you know what? I'm sorry. I need to, I just need to loop back around to this because um, whenever I hear a little, a little shade in something, I have to, I have to question. But um, why, why is there only like four hosts in Houston? What's going on, Blackberry? I want to know more. Uh, I want to know more. So, the Houston. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, okay. Let me, let me think of the best way. Open the box. The best way to like work. So, Houston, um, the the girls that host in Houston are either older, established queens. Uh-huh. Um, we have people like Coffee, who is like Miss Continental America, all that jazz. Uh, Roxanne, who is a legend and icon. They're all older, but in my age range, um, there are only a handful of girls, but not a lot of them branch out and do a a lot of different things. I always call myself a a jack of all trades. And before drag, I used to work in comedy. Mm -hmm. So me hosting a show for two, three hours and being like really organized and putting everything together, getting music together, getting the right cast, it's not... There aren't that many girls that do that. Most of them just want to come to the gig, do their little one-two, and then Get go the home. Yeah. So there's just not a lot of people that can stay on a microphone for two hours and also are professional and, you know, do well, let's, it's no shade. Let's yeah. also, Some people just are hosts. Let's yeah. also talk about that, too, because mm-hmm. I feel like in Chicago, we have a very different type of hosting style. Like, Lucy has her own, like... When when Lucy hosts a show, it feels like uh, over the mic you're listening to like late night radio. <laughs> it's like a, a really soothing sound and a very like easy voice to like pick up with in the club. I feel like when I go to Texas and like I watch y'all host, y'all be doing like full ass comedy sets, <laughs> like like oh, yeah. ten minute comedy sets, and like. I don't know. Like, is that normal? Like, do all places do that? Is like, is Chicago the weird place where it's just like, okay, like, let me announce this person and get it over with? Or is Texas just special like that where they give you like just a full experience of, of like an actual like host who is going to like, you know, nurture and take care of the audience and try to like really work for like, their position because like it does take a lot to like hold a crowd's attention for a long time, especially in the day, like the digital age, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm always so impressed by specifically you two. Cause I've seen you both host, like how y'all can like just keep an audience attention. And I think that's like what makes you both like very special drag queens and like works as a advantage for both of you, because you really know how to have presence and like keep people's attention. Yes. You know presence. Thank presence. you. So, like, is that, do y'all know? Is that just, like, a Texas thing? Is that, like, a normal Texas thing? Or? I I think so, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah I, think it, I think it is. I feel like, also, being the host, you're not going to be, when I'm hosting, I'm not going to be doing cartwheels and doing the absolute most yeah. because I'm the one that's keeping the ship going. Mm. So, for me, the way to make my money is, I'm going to make you laugh and also give you a performance as well. I'm going to make you have a good time. If you're having a good time, I'm having a good time, and I'm keeping the ship going. I don't want anyone to be, like, just sitting there and just watching someone perform and then on to the next one. I want to get you engaged in the experience Yeah, because that's how I'm making my money as well. Blackberry has a whole thing where when she's hosting sometimes that she'll literally sing for, like, 10 minutes, give me a dollar, and walk around as people give her a dollar. (laughs) Okay, but honestly, 
Let's talk about how genius that is. That is one of the greatest yeah. performances I've she, ever she seen. Really sings, um, she dollar. really sings Give Me a Dollar to different things like Selena, the Law and Order theme song. Like, she okay, so, it's so genius. <laughs> so, because it's so meta. And guess what? They give me they yeah, give her exactly. the <laughs> At the end of the day, all, that's all we're saying on the inside. Anyway, yeah, I might be lip syncing toxic, but I'm really saying give me a dollar. Like, come on now. It's genius. Yeah. <laughs> like... So I agree. Yes. Um, I think Chicago, exactly. from what I, I think I had this conversation with the Vixen once when after we did Black Girl Magic in Texas, um, uh, I was talking to her. And I said, I, sometimes I feel like it's very hosted, like very burlesque style. I know a lot of y'all are very familiar with the burlesque scene. So like, mm-hmm. I like do a lot in the burlesque scene in Dallas and the drag scene in Dallas. And mm-hmm. like the hosting style is very similar where it's like, hi, everybody, this person, their taglines next person wasn't that great next person like it's still entertaining some um but like yeah like it definitely in texas we're over here giving the vagina monologues over here yeah it's like it's like definitely like a different vibe you know what i'm saying i feel like the like uh the texas scenes are closer to like theater and like the theatrics they love like the theatrics and like add on because like because there's a lot of people who are still very personable. Like it isn't just like a ushering people like in yeah. and out situation. It's but like yeah, a ringleader, more of a ringleader yeah. than someone who's just like like I feel like sometimes like hosting here can be done by a stage manager with a lot of personality. You know what I'm saying? True. True. Versus like there, it has to be someone who actually like is a narrator of some sort, right. so a, mm-hmm. a storyteller. You know? Yeah. So yeah, I'm just cutting open this blunt don't mind me um <laughs> Girl, i could tell i could hear you fucking working the grinder over there oh my bad <laughs> <laughs> it's all good it's just getting close to smoke o'clock here apparently it really is y'all like, <laughs> i know y'all recently i know y'all recently oh you got the blunt too um our producer caramel y'all just held it up in the background they got the blunt ready already Everybody so, do we have any um, questions from our good friends on Twitter or Facebook that we wanted to go over? Kara says no. We don't. Kara says no. <laughs> Damn. Work divas. Well, Kara, make, make some work. up. Make some questions up. <laughs> Hello. Uh, let me see. <laughs> So we like touched on a little bit of we touched on a little bit of the dynamic in like Houston, but um, what do you have to say about Dallas, Miss Kylie? How do we feel there about um, the hosts and the opportunities for the girls, especially the brown girls? Well, yeah, I just want to. That's another question. Can I ask what is the difference between like the two scenes? Like, do y'all have a lot of difference? Or sure. Is it- Oh yeah, yeah, very much. And I and Blackberry can attest. So I I work especially in the last like year or two. I've worked in Houston so goddamn much. Like, like there was one point I was coming there like once a month for a couple of days, and I, I, I basically had like a an apartment there. I was there so fucking much. Um, and so I've had the opportunity of, of performing and getting close with both scenes. And um, if I, as far as the amount of clubs, I think Dallas has more. But as far as like the tightness of the group, I I'm very fond of Houston's. It seems like all the girls are always all working with each other, and um, I am I am a little envious if I we you compare the cities as far as like you know the the, the main girls are all they all seem to kind of like just like rotate amongst the clubs. Where in Dallas, we're literally it's kind of like bitch some divergent shit like the five factions. Like we have oh, the strip okay. and yeah, then we have yeah, yeah, the Latin girls over here and then we have the the oh. black clubs that never advertise. And then we have we have um the the alt queens up, up in the north part of Dallas. And like but like you know you, you barely see yeah. any 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 mixing of the the different areas and it's just always nothing but like as a lot of hate and pushback and starting in Dallas is very hard too. on our, on our main strip in order to like get booked and get paid on our main clubs. Um, you have to be an employee of the club, like an employee of the company that owns all the clubs. Like fortunately for me, I'm, I'm in a, so, so our main bars are like station four, which is like a lo- one of the largest bars in the South. Um, Sue Ellen, which I'm the show director of JR's, um, 
TMC. Those are like our main bars on our in, in our neighborhood. Uh, for but and they're owned by one company called Cabin, and it's a corporate company. Yeah. And all the drag queens that work for those bars, and like we have other queens who like will spotlight and do free free shows, but. In order to be paid by the by the, any any of those bars, you have to be like an employee. So I'm luckily an employee. So like every two weeks, I get like a direct deposit paycheck of all the gigs that I did over those two weeks. I have dental through this company. Like oh, so it's it, it's like it's like, okay, yeah, like, like come on, like it's and some 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 I, when I've explained this around like when I travel, like some people are like oh that's kind of sickening, but it's hard for um it's hard for other queens to like get into it like one of my one of my sisters who started drag way before me it took her an entire year of doing free spotlight shows to get offered a job in the club so it's harder to oh it's yeah it's so it's a struggle to get to get there to get in okay it's it's giving me very like equity (laughs) yeah but like damn okay so just like all kinds of well okay so that's kind of similar i mean I guess it's more of like the owners of the space and less like the queens, but like that's kind of similar to what I'm hearing from Houston too, where it's like kind of like the the older, more seasoned gals get like first pick or like the the more reliable gals, the girls that they know that like are gonna like sell it for them get first pick, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I I want to say that's probably like the the closest thing is that um the girls that you know are going to come to the gig, have new stuff, those are the ones, and that, like, turn the party. Those are the ones that kind of, like, get the most gigs. Um, okay. But the only, I think the only difference to me with Houston and Dallas is that if you go to a show, you'll see more of a mix of different styles of drag. In, in Houston? In different bars. So if I go to one bar in one show, you can see an alt-girl also, like an older pageant queen or just pop queen, it's all like a mix, even though they're all it seasoned girls. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So everyone's yeah. so it's not everyone's just one type of girl on a show. Everyone's gonna be polished at what they're doing. I like that. I like that a lot. I mean, yeah. that's like that's a natural mix that we should be like having when we like have these shows. Yeah. Yeah. Like you'll see, like pretty much any bar in the city, you can see at least like a king um a non-binary performer or an, like an you know afab performer um a seasoned queen uh a bearded queen i i think that's know, also something that i love about uh texas is that there are a lot of drag kings down there i feel like there are or a lot of um, southern drag kings in oklahoma i believe is like the like I think has like the most drag kings or something. I don't know. They, that's they used to have like the one of the major drag king pageants, um, US of AMI in Oklahoma because oh, Oklahoma yeah. has so many drag kings. So, I mean, I, yeah, I, I believe it. Um, <laughs> the South and the drag kings. I wonder what what that's about because I feel like it is kind of like a a subject. Oh, what a subject of just sorry, my cat was talking to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, it's a topic of discussion a lot um, up here about, um, you know, just like uh, male drag representation and things like that. Um, and I feel like though we do have like a bunch of um, kings, there, there's not like necessarily like a pageant for uh, them to like, I don't know, like, pra- not not like practice, because like they ha- they're like booked for shows and things like that. But just like, uh, uh, there's like less rules for drag kings. You know what I'm saying? They're more so wild than it. <laughs> you know, out there. I, that's something I wish. Like, cause I was I was raised by drag kings. Like when the pageant, like older queens, kind of like made fun of me and made me feel bad when I first started drag. It was a drag kings like, and burlesque girls that kind of took me in, and so I was like uh-huh. literally raised by drag kings. But literally. Since I've started drag, we've had the biggest decline of drag kings in Dallas. And it makes me really, really sad. And the bar that I am the show director of, like, I try to cultivate queer art. I don't just do, like, this is, I don't do, I don't do a drag show. I want a queer art show. I even made a whole competition to celebrate fucking queer art. Um, Because, like, 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 
like y'all said, it should be a big mix. And when we lose that mix and we get the same, like, oh my God, like the, like the worst things is um, the clubs are, are open right now. The bars are open. It's, I'll, I'll, I'll watch the stories and I promise you it'll be seven different girls because I can see the face changing or the skin tones changing. But I promise you I'm watching the same bitch do like the same, the same, y- y'all know the, the combo and it's like y'all are all, okay now y'all all can do the same combo at the same time to uh you can do the combo of Dulipa and then the next girl do the same combo to Whitney Houston and then you over here doing the ballot doing the combo hell they might as well all have done it at the same time like, <laughs> just like the music is the, the music is just the same and uh yeah, the costumes are the same and it's like girl just mix it up like and then these are the same girls i'll try to make fun of me because like you know one day i'm feeling i'm feeling my hang of the disco judge and like it's like i no, i like to be different and mix it up i don't want to be the cookie that's, that's that's the type of drag if i had to say i hate something it's cookie cutter drag mm. yeah. and yeah. down to a lot of cookie like, cutter drag Drag. Like, yeah. Well, ponytail uh, wig, Abraham Levy corset, and a pleaser. <laughs> she said it, but we were all thinking it, and that's what matters. Oh, oh, oh. oh damn, that one, bitch! You just, you just made caramel fall out her chair. <laughs> Now, okay, now, no team Abraham Levy. I own a lot of Abraham Levy shit, but, like, all my shit is cool. <laughs> Hello, uh, but also, fuck his transphobic ass. Like, goddamn, like, if there's anybody who could take a fucking break, we can take a break from buying things from him. I, I, ju- I literally just found out about that. He made, he made me this, like, Scooby-Doo kind of gig, and then as soon as he made it, my friends all told me, like, oh, hey, do you know this? And I was like, ooh. <laughs> well, you know, and it's one of the things yeah. after you pay for and get the gig, like I ain't gonna keep I ain't gonna keep drilling you for that. But like girls are still out here getting new shit from them. And I'm looking and like, uh, what are you and, doing? And we're hanging on TV. Maybe it's just one of those like kind of reminder more things. More like be like, hey, did y'all I know, I know. Like, I, told it, I was in the dark. I didn't know. Oh, a mess, a hot ass mess. But you know what? I, I, everybody's trying to get it together, so I'm trying to be a little bit more gracious with these people. True. I've been practicing my breathing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I am very glad to hear that, Miss Dina B. I got a journal. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know what? We all deserve some fucking peace, so... True. You deserve that, and everybody should be trying to find it in whatever way they can. Speaking of that, how how are my two ladies over here in Miss Texas giving themselves some fucking joy and finding some time to like celebrate life in the midst of this? Yeah, what do you do? Um, honestly, for me, it's sleep. Yes, (laughs) number one. It's um something I really didn't get a lot of before COVID. And now I sleep 12 to 14 hours a day sometimes. And it's just so gracious. And it's just so amazing. It really um, is, girl. Blackberry, yeah. I had a schedule like you. So, like, getting, like, to the fact that I could sleep more than five hours, I was just, like, blown away by it. I was like, I didn't even know this was possible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, the past couple of weeks, um, just what, maybe, like, the past month or so, my in-person performance schedule has kind of like picked up a little bit just with like maybe one week I'll have two in-person shows uh-huh. which has been like really uh-huh. scary but my body is not used to that any anymore no no nope. and I'm like how did I used to do like two shows Thursday two shows Friday three shows Saturday two shows Sunday how did I, survival. Think, I don't understand how Literal I did that survival. I literally don't understand I had I had that same moment. I had my first one uh, the day before my 36th birthday. And I remember walking back up the stairs after one performance and being like, please don't let my legs give out. Like, can I please just make it up the steps? And I'm like, God damn, how did I like lose that so fast? Girl, it was the walking in heels for me. I was like, Ooh. wow. Ooh. <laughs> okay, so we got to learn how to walk in heels again. Damn. Yep. I think yeah, that's yes. what I think that's what virtual drag did to us because maybe I'm when the camera is only waist up, I'm bucking and shit. <laughs> 
Girl, it must girl, girl, a flag. Girl, Bambi had to talk uh, shit to me just to get me to stand up. So like, <laughs> I, I feel that. Uh, I feel that, girl. T. But it literally, though, it's just like, why move? <laughs> yeah, this is the look. <laughs> like, this, is, this is it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I am really excited to, you know, uh get my stamina back up for, you know, bucking in person because there is gonna be that one show where it's just like, okay, let me get back into it. Let me throw them a little into the split, you know what I'm saying? A little shimmy shimmy. But that's another day. For now, I'ma just sit here and eat my Cheetos. <laughs> Nothing more accurate has been said, bitch. Uh-huh. We're on pause. Ooh. Ooh. Lucy, you got it. She said okay. she said that. I don't remember what she said, but so, um, also, while we have you two on the line, I would just like to know, yeah, because I'm just here, like, digging into, like, all the info about your, like, drag scenes, but um, I know you two are familiar with what happened with the town hall that we have and the creation of the uh, Chicago Black Drag Council, which also led to the creation of this uh, podcast that we're on. But I'm wondering if the effects of what we have started here has, like, maybe had a little ripple effect on your scene, or you've seen, like, anything anything develop or, or come from that? Oh, oh yeah. When Let me just say that y'all were like, bitch, Lexington and Concord, shots heard around the world. Um, <laughs> bitch, <laughs> bitch, not Lexington Concord. <laughs> and Kate, get a history book if you didn't get that joke. Get the history book. Um, uh, <laughs> um, but literally, it like, it rocked. The, the, the fact that I... I was in bed and then I woke up and then like watched the the whole thing. And then I think I finished it at like six o'clock in the morning and then called Bambi, who for some reason was fucking awake. Uh like bitch, like right after, like bitch. Like just I it 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 shook me to my core, like watching it. And then it was also so because like I, I Blackberry and I have both worked in Chicago and like worked with a lot of y'all. And yeah. it was like, oh my god, we know these people. Like, not only is this like we're not watching this as like a random fan or like someone who goes to the show was like, bitch, I know you. I've had meals with you. I've talked to you on the phone. I kikied and bitch, you did that? Like, yeah. girl, like it, like it's something that like it, it brought so many emotions. And when, and, and then I know a lot of other towns try to do it and they try to do it something similar in Dallas, but we had to shut it down real quick. I only say, I only say we shut it down real quick because it was the wrong folks doing it. It was the people okay. trying to use the movement to like, I'll say can't, I hate using this word term canceled, but cancel blackball people trying to use the movement to try to either get themselves back up. So basically use real people's struggles, use y'all's struggles, use what was going on in Chicago to go ahead for their own benefit when really, girl, no, stay your ass back in the corner. Like, <laughs> like seriously bring down, yeah. One girl got so bold because I, I there was an incident with this girl that I ended up having to get her banned from all the bars because my people weren't safe around her. And she was very violent, popping tires, all that bullshit. And Damn. yes, and she used she tried to use this movement saying, "Oh, everyone's racist in Chicago. They blackballed me because I'm black." I'm like, no, girl, you were popping tires. And she <laughs> she dead ass had the audacity to go online and try to go to my bosses and call and called me a coon, a word I literally oh had to God. look up. I think I you do because we talked about, about her before. Uh, <laughs> and and I and I literally had to like I had to take a moment and literally address the nation. And I was like, America, um, <laughs> in Dallas, I said, look, look at our top Queens. Look who's run, who's doing stuff. Majority of the Dallas DFW scene is black and Hispanic girls. Like, yeah, like a lot of the white girls have big social medias and okay, that's great. They're great on Instagram, but bitch, look like, know your scene. Look who's fucking in the club. Like they're trying to say that one of our bars is racist. I'm like, girl, we got three white girls out of 17. Come on. Out of seventeen, beautiful. I was like, let's let's go. Yep, I was like, that is pretty. Like, I let's like go. That. Like, come on, we got three. Yeah. One with each hair color. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I was like, I mean, sometimes we gotta add white people for diversity. Bambi is over here hitting this blunt, carrying y'all. Living for it. Oh my god. What about you, Blackberry? Did they really like? Did they even care? Uh, yeah, no. We we felt the same effects here in Houston, and like Kylie said, these are these are people that I I personally know. Last time I was in Chicago, I worked and hung out with both of them. Um, I actually had a conversation with one of them the morning of the whole ordeal out of nowhere, which is kind of like tricky. Oh my gosh. I was kind of like, oh, (laughs) this is interesting. Um, So in Houston, a lot of the people that are running the, the gigs are of color. We've had the, we've had conversations in town about a particular show director, um, and I'm glad that everything that y'all did in Chicago brought up those conversations here in Houston. Um, we've had a similar incident with a, a particular individual in Houston. Talking about my favorite Houston um, queen. That, no, this is somewhat <laughs> Kylie knows. Oh, 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 yes. Um, <laughs> It is a girl who tried to use the same situation to get personal gain, mm-hmm. which is good for her because it's someone that I that a lot of the show directors don't deal with, and we all see what she's doing. But I'm glad that only certain people took it serious. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it, it's amazing that this whole situation happened. I just hate that people are trying to use it for personal gain rather than actually putting out change well you know and i think that i think that there were some people who um originally kind of like balked at it for that reason but one thing that has been proven um i mean throughout time when it comes to people who have tried to like do that is they fucking get found out like bitch we see right through you like and you're not going to be able to like leverage that to like use that you know to like help yourself in some situation if you've truly, you know, like done something that egregious to like the community, like it just, it, it just won't work. Um, I do think that being said that having this conversation has also led to us um, maybe rethinking how hard we have been on some people and has maybe allowed us to better some relationships, you know, in the community that may not have been, you know, as terrible as some of these people who deserve to be, you know, like where they are. Because there's some girls, there's some black girls that got a that got a bad rap that didn't really deserve it. And so this this movement has, you know, kind of brought a lot of their attention to light, which we even saw in the actual like town hall with like Zola and a yeah. couple of other people. You know what's always been crazy to me? What's that? Spill a tea. Why do people expect drag queens to be on time? That has always been crazy to me. <laughs> it is a known fact that you must always lie to us about times. Oh my god! Always tell me thirty minutes. I said, okay, call time is at nine o'clock, and the show is at nine thirty. Bitch, show don't start eleven. The club, <laughs> the club won't open till ten. I'll be like, be there at nine thirty. Yep. <laughs> it is a known fact. It is a known fucking fact. I, I know one of the, I mean, I know I suffer from um, not only drag queen time, but CP time. So, Ooh, baby. bitch, if I can get ready at the gig, that. that to not be late, bitch, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. If I'm already in the building, then I can't be late. <laughs> yeah, I can't get ready at the gig. That's not for me. I don't know why. Um, I used to try to, but I just... I used to I, for a while, but in Texas heat, that is not the business. Ooh, no, honey. Well, that y'all, y'all, y'all's Hamburger Mary's, y'all getting ready in the shed, bitch. I could, I don't know how they'd be doing it over there. Oh, my God. Oh, Who, my God. oh yeah. Who's Hamburger Mary? ready at our Hamburger Mary's, and it's outside with, like, a window unit, and it's the absolute worst. No. Hell no. Bitch, I, I, that same window unit, bitch, I was putting on my tights, and I promise you I lost my eyebrows putting my tights on. Oh. Y'all just sat between each step. Oh, it's god awful. But I mean, you do what you do. I just get ready at home, set my face, and pray. 
yeah. and pray. All right. You have to pray. That is some real. That's some real Texas drag moments because I've done some gigs in Houston and I fucking loved them. But I was just so surprised how like fucking hot it was and how everybody's like, oh yeah. It ain't, it ain't no Girl, big deal. I just don't understand how these bitches don't be sweating. I'm the most sweaty girl, bitch. Some of them don't sweat. No, some girl, I sweat. Not sweat. It, it, no, that's it's not a bitch. I sweat. <laughs> 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 I get wet. I will say, I only sweat from the neck down. I don't sweat on the. That is so. Oh, see, me. I'm see, I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. But under boob. Armpits, child, wop. <laughs> Bitch, wet ass person. Not wop. <laughs> girl. Wet ass girl. That's what girl, I'm, I'm just soaking wet head to toe. Just Same. sitting there just drowning. Just sitting oh there just God. drowning. Well, my sweaty friends, thank you so much for coming <laughs> to our podcast today. Um, Lucy and I are going to do some final remarks. Thank you so much. We enjoyed both of you. Um, I can't wait to see both of you in 2021. Um, <laughs> oh, please don't laugh at that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn, that's so real. <laughs> I think why I laughed. I was triggered by it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh, triggered. Thank you again to our wonderful uh, Southern Dancing Divas. Before we let y'all go, if we can get some information on where we can find you both on social media and where we can see some of your shows, starting with uh, the lovely Kylie. All right. So um, you can follow me on Instagram and uh, Twitter at Kylie O'Hara Fatel. Um, that's Kylie with a Kyle with an extra E, O'Hara, Fat Ale. If you can't spell, I'll sound out for you phonetically. Uh, um, you can also uh, follow my show once it gets back up, The Queer Off. It's a, it's like Drag Race, but for everyone. Um, and we'll be kicking off our uh, our Twitch shows again now that I have more um, free time. So, yeah. Thank you, my love. And what about you, our wonderful, beautiful Miss Blackberry? Yes, uh, you can catch me on um, in Houston, Texas at Hamburger Mary's every Friday for my lovely show. I've been there three years. I'm so excited about it. <laughs> um, she's still going. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at the Blackberry with an I. Um, I'm almost at 7K. I'm 100 away, so help a girl out. Yes. Um, follow yes. me on... I'm now on Twitter, <laughs> begrudgingly. Oh, bitch. Uh, after all these years. So you can follow me on Twitter at um, whatever my Twitter name is, I don't know. So find me. Not, <laughs> not whatever. Not, not looking for it. I think it's like Blackberry One or something. The Blackberry is naked, so I'm like the Blackberry One or Blackberry One. You can find me on Twitter. Just look up Blackberry with an I. You'll find me. Um, <laughs> TikTok, Facebook, Pornhub, all that stuff. Yeah. Pornhub. Find me. Um, Hey, you know what? The girls, we got to find a new way to make some cash, okay? Everybody out here. (laughs) (laughs) All right, my loves. All right, so you know where to find the dolls now. Make sure you go and follow them on all the social medias. And thank you again for being here on The Black Tea. Now, me and Miss Bambalee are going to have our little cool down moment where we're going to, uh, I don't know. Bambi, what we going to do right now? Girl, smoke some weed and listen to hey! the Moesha background journal music. Oh, I love that background journal music. If I was writing in my journal right now, it'd be a story about how much it's been fantastic visiting the coast, but how I can't wait to get back to Chicago. Mine would be... I feel like in my journal, I'd be like, as I sit here and smoke this blunt, I ask myself, (laughs) am I burning the blunt or is the blunt burning me? (laughs) Not to get deep over here with the blunt-iana. And then I would start my day by walking into Chloe's room. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't woke her up yet? Look, no, she's been up today, but there's always a section where I walk into Chloe's room to bother her. Yeah, well, I love to see it. So, um... (laughs) 
I think we got some fun shows coming up on the podcast, too. I mean, without giving too much away, I think there's a really important one we're going to have about visit visibility in our community um, when it comes to the differently abled and neurodivergent people who are big parts of the LGBTQIA um, community. Um, what was the other one that we were talking about? That was the only one we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well i guess you know what to look forward to for next time yeah <laughs> so uh i mean at this point yeah we could go ahead and wrap it up i'm gonna go hop my ass back in the pool and some drag and try and film some shit bitch i love that for you uh uh so jealous just a little bit just a little bit i'm and gonna then, uh, i'm gonna go edit a video and um cry about it <laughs> Oh, believe I cannot wait to see this next video you're coming out with, though. Okay, if you're from Chicago and listening to this podcast, you'll understand. I feel the world getting colder. Oh. <laughs> you it all know true. what that means. You know what it yep. means. <laughs> I'm like, it is very, very, very true. So we love you all. Everybody make sure to get your sweaters out and uh, get ready for the next episode of The Black Tea. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Sip tea, the darker girl is sweeter. Feels cool, but it's hotter than a fever. Kick back with two of your favorite divas. Let's talk, let's talk. Come on. Start it, give it something you can feel, yeah. No faking, we gotta keep it real, yeah. Pour it and pull up, see, yeah, yeah. Don't you know it's high?